Welcome to the podcast of Temple Baptist Theological Seminary of Bruton Parker College. This podcast is focused on encouraging and equipping pastors by way of ministry discussions, personal interviews, and theological explorations where we desire to merge ministry and theology. Today's guest is Dr. Jeff Gongwer. He is the pastor of Wellness Catalyst for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. His role is to serve Georgia Baptist pastors, their families, and local churches by helping pastors and their families thrive in ministry and in life. God has given him the privilege to pastor four churches, three of which were in Georgia. He now works with about 1,200 pastors and churches in the east, central, and southeast regions of our state. He is married, and they have two grown married sons. And as he has said it, a beautiful granddaughter. Glad to have you. Yeah, <laughs> glad to be here. So listen, tell me about your background. Obviously, I know your position and what you're doing to some degree, but those who are listening to our podcast really have not had a chance to get to know you yet. So maybe in about three minutes, give me a quick overview. Well, quickly, I was raised in a Catholic home, got uh, caught up in the drug and alcohol culture in my late teens, and then had a friend bring me to church with them. And after about four months and really hearing the gospel very clearly, um, God brought me to himself. I was saved. And uh, it was it was just all the answers that I ever needed were found in Jesus about life. And, and then, you know, in college, I was a psych major. And about halfway through, the Lord really brought me to a place where he called me to ministry. And, and then, so I, you know, Next step for me was to go to seminary, and then uh, I have pastored four different churches, as you mentioned, one a rural church in Arkansas, another one a church plan in a multi-site community, and then I pastored another church uh, for about seven years in Hampton, Georgia, and then pastored up in Gwinnett County about 13 and a half years. Um, About three and a half years ago, Uh, I was asked to come and serve at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, first in missions, and then for the last two plus years in the area of pastoral wellness. And so that's that's it in a nutshell. Uh, I'm excited to hear that you have had some church planting experience. I myself was involved in three different church plants. Wow. I'm actually teaching a church planting uh, seminar, master's level course this summer, and we may want to reconnect at that point and have you maybe do some material related to your experience and pastoral wellness for those who are planting churches, because I can assure you as well as you know, the pressures are great when you're in the process mm. of planting a church. It's absolutely, it's a crucible. There's no question about that. Yes, sir. Well, in your role with Georgia Baptist mission board, and you've provided for me a really great synopsis of your mission statement. I think it might be helpful for us to put that out there for those who will listen The statement goes something like this, pastors are our heroes, churches are our priority, and Georgia is our mission field. Tell me about that mission statement, and I'm intrigued, as you wrote this to me earlier, how do we think about pastors as heroes? Yeah, I I think that pastors are heroes, and yeah, they don't call themselves heroes, but we look at it that way because we want to be like Aaron and her around Moses and hold their arms up. We know that they are in the thick of battle, and they're the ones that are really doing the kingdom work for the glory of God. And each guy on our pastor wellness team has been a pastor for a significant period of time. And 
we just see these guys as having the most important role that you could ever have. You know, someone said I wouldn't step down to be president from being a pastor and totally agree with that. Uh, we're right smack dab as pastors in the center of God's kingdom work. And, uh, you know, just being in that kind of role, there's a uh, unique pressures, there are unique things that go on. So we want to, we want to elevate that role. The world tears it down. We want to elevate that role because that is the most important role any man could take on in life. And we know it's a calling. I want to confirm it is absolutely a calling over the many years that I pastored. Yes. The fact that I had such a strong sense of calling is what really kept me at the task, kept me moving forward time in and time out. Well, you're doing this work in a particular context of Georgia Baptist life in general, but really commissioned by the Georgia Baptist Mission Board to reach out and to work within the lives of Georgia Baptist pastors. But what are we talking about? What are the areas in, of contact for you when you think about pastoral wellness and reaching these guys that are out there doing this work? You know, as Thomas Hammond, our executive director, came on, he had a vision for pastoral wellness. And there are really five different areas that we try to help in, and that is the spiritual, relational, vocational, physical, and financial. All five of those we do in different ways. And so that, that's kind of those mission priorities that we have as Pastor Wellness for Georgia Baptist. If you will, pick out one of those and maybe give me kind of an unpacking of that rather than trying to do all five today. Pick out <laughs> the one that's really on your heart and unpack it for me. Yeah, so we do, um, let's talk about spiritual and kind of relational too. You know, we do a pastor, pastor's wives retreat. We do two of them a year. One is in Jekyll, the other one is in Stone Mountain. Doesn't mean they'll always be there, but it's a three-day time. And we bring in uh, speakers and entertainment uh, centers around strengthening those marriages of those couples that are there. Man, we bring in folks to do wills. We bring in folks to do medical and dental, uh, different aspects like that. It's in a very nice setting, and we feed the folks very well. It's just a a blessing, and it creates friendships. So that's the relational side. And the spiritual side is it strengthens those marriages. And there's just a, there's a camaraderie among the pastors and pastors' wives. And so we really feel like that is a big, one of the big events we do every year. It's obvious that you have a great deal of passion about this. I don't know the context in which that arose in your life and how God called you to that, but maybe sketch for me, why do you feel such a burden about this? Well, you know, when the Lord called me into ministry, one thing that was obvious to me is I, I came from a really a first generation Christian family. My parents were great parents, but I really understood what it was to be born again and to grow as a Christian. And so when God gave me a mate, my wife, Sherry, uh, she came from a home that was Christian, but Neither one of us came from ministers' families. And so as we went to seminaries, we met other pastors, as we have gone through the different experiences of ministry, we've kind of blazed a trail that God has laid us on. And, and through that, there's been things, you know, I didn't do well and things that God did bless. But at the same time, through all of that, I, I just really got a burden that pastors are a little bit under-resourced, that they need relationship, they need ways to connect there. A lot of churches can't afford to pay a pastor what they really are worth. 
and so there are things that we want to come alongside and do. And when when I heard about pastoral wellness, let me tell you this. I was working in missions for four months while I was in missions, was enjoying that. But for four months, I prayed that God would open the door for me to work in pastoral wellness. And when that door opened up and I began to work with the pastors and with the team, uh, it really became a burden on my heart that we need to do all that we can to help pastors uh, to thrive in ministry. There is no question but that the work of the pastor and the stress that a pastor experiences is at times incredibly high. It is extremely demanding mm. being a pastor. The impact impact upon pastors' families is sometimes significant. Sometimes it's even debilitating because of the the overall depth of, I guess, emotional and spiritual and physical, temporal, you know, resources that a pastor pours out to do his work. And we have seen this accelerated even through this last two to three years with COVID. Mm-hmm. And I am aware of how deeply even this pandemic has affected our pastors and churches with additional responsibilities, sometimes decreasing attendance. I mean, there's no question that it's had those kinds of impacts. Conversely, we've seen some churches actually grow as a result of coming out of this COVID season. But that in and of itself obviously still raises the the expectation level. It raises the stress level. As you've talked with pastors, what do you see as some of the main things that they struggle with? What are the primary issues that kind of rise to the surface that create these stresses for them? I think, first of all, uh, pastors are doing more and getting less. A lot of pastors are. I mean, the things that they were doing before COVID that they would see results from right now. Some some of them are not seeing those results, and that's discouraging. So discouragement is a big deal. And another one is loneliness. I think that a lot of pastors don't have genuine friendships, and there's several reasons for that. You know, maybe they can't find friends that they can feel safe to share their struggles with. Sometimes there's a competitive culture among pastors because you know one family will go to another church, and that pastor. It's hard to be friends with him. There's all kinds of things like that. I read a statistic, 69% of pastors admit struggling with friendships and they desperately need those friendships. Second is a lack of devotional time. You know, uh, we are involved in spiritual things and it is real easy to struggle with things like prayer. Three out of four pastors struggle with prayer. And we know that we need to be in God's word. We need to be praying. We need that intimacy with God as an overflow for ministry. Also, there's neglected family time, and we feel guilty about that. But if you poll pastors, and they have been polled, 80% of pastors believe pastoral ministry has had a negative effect on their families. And so, you know, I think there's some ways that the church could respond to that to make sure that family life is healthy and strong. Man, I know a lot of pastors that are spending time with Jesus. They love their families, spend time with their families. They, they have friendships, but there are many that may be struggling one of these three areas, among many others. To follow up on that, we have heard for many, many years about this dilemma that pastors become so stressed, they burn out, fail out, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and they subsequently then leave the ministry. Are you seeing that happen in a significant fashion, just even more recently in the last couple of years? And then I guess the follow-up question to that is, how can a pastor avoid that? Yeah, burnout is uh, a big deal with pastors, Um, and sometimes burnout is kind of like the walking dead. You don't know 
that you're burned out and you're emotionally depleted. And then some crises come in or a series of difficult conversations or meetings come in. And, and all of a sudden you find yourself uh, not really oriented the right way emotionally. And unfortunately, that can lead to escape of sins occurring or it could just lead to just discouragement. You know, some guys walk away when that happens. We, we want to help people not to get to that place to begin with. Um, and I think some of those basic things I mentioned, you know, devotional time and finding friendships, uh, making sure you're, you're emotionally charged up, things like working out and eating well, just basic things that we would, we, we all know, we all know these things, but these are things we all need to do. We don't generally take care of ourselves because we're busy taking care of other people. It's like the mask coming down in the airplane. If it depressurizes, you're supposed to put the mask on yourself before you put it on anyone else because you can't help anybody if you're not breathing well. And the same thing is true in ministry. You cannot give what you do not have. Guys, despite the expectations of churches, need to you know, line up their priorities and live those priorities out. And it's difficult, especially if you have maybe small children or <clears throat> financial problems. There are things that are going on, but we want to help with that. One, one thing I want to say real quickly is that uh, we do provide counseling. It's not that I do the counseling or my team does. We have professional counselors that do it. And if, um, if they do not have the resources, we can scholarship them for several sessions. And if they have insurance, we'll take care of the deductible. If not, uh, we can take care of scholarshipping them. And we're talking about the pastor and his family. And that's just one way that we can help and come alongside there. I can tell that you and the Georgia Baptist Mission Board is very much committed to supporting these pastors. I mean, these examples you've given of helping providing counseling or providing financial support for counseling, that's a great way to really uphold and support pastors and their families. I actually, over the last two or three years, have had an opportunity to teach at conference and seminar breakout session where I talked about surviving ministry long-term. How is it <laughs> that you survive? I'm so blessed. I was in full-time pastoral ministry for 31 years before the Lord allowed me to return back into the academic world. And I don't have all the answers. There's no question about that. But at least there were some things in my life that I tried to put in place which allowed me to, to sustain a longer 31-year uh, season of full-time ministry as a pastor. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm continuing yeah. in ministry. I'm not over yet. I'm just <laughs> doing ministry in a different way now back in the academic world. Absolutely. But do you have maybe one or two things that you'd say specifically about what a pastor can do that would help them make it all these years? Yeah, so we're talking about longevity in ministry. Longevity is just as important as intensity. And when guys get in the ministry, of course, we're very intense about it because, listen, Jesus is coming anytime. And if he could return anytime, we know there are lost people that need to hear the gospel and they need to be saved. And there is a there is an intensity about the gospel. But also we need to understand that longevity is important and we don't need out distance the reserves that God wants to build into our lives. You know, as I think about that, one thing I want to say is we've got to. We've got to love people, but not live for their approval. And I think we're approval junkies. Uh, we want approval. You know, when we, we do our ministry, 
we don't necessarily see results every day or every week or even every month. And so sometimes we get to where we live for the approval of others. And that's a very dangerous place to be. We really live to bring God honor and glory, to bring him pleasure and please him. And then we serve people. And as we serve people, that gives God greater honor. But we cannot always control what people do. And, you know, that's something I've struggled with in ministry is is trying to make people happy. And I think that we've got to have enough security within ourselves because we understand our identity in Christ and we've got to understand our role. We are not Jesus. We point to Jesus. We are not Jesus. As pastors, I think there's a lot of wisdom just in saying, I'm going to seek the Lord, become a Christian that is spirit-filled, walking with Jesus, loving my family, caring for my kids, and then just shepherding the flock in the best way God has called me to. No doubt there's skill. No doubt there's things we can learn. No doubt God gives us responsibilities in different areas and gives us unique ministries. But at the same time, we need to allow God to bring that joy into our ministry. And we can't do that unless we slow down, get some pace and cadence and live our lives in a healthy way. I'd like to move toward concluding our time today by asking a couple of questions that might help us put this in context about resources. If someone were to ask you, let's say a church member approaches you and says, what can I do to help my pastor? What would you say to them? Man, that's a great, great question. (laughs) Um, You know, I I think one of the things pastors need is they need some time with their family. I I can't tell you how many times I talk to pastors and the church only gives them two Sundays off. And I think that's, that's not good. I agree. Um, That's that's not healthy. (laughs) Um, because one of those Sundays is bound to be the passing of a loved one or something that they have to do. They really need to call in other people. It's good for the church to hear other people preach. And, and uh, so given that pastor four to six Sundays off, giving them two weeks or more in vacation, uh, I want to tell you the biggest blessings I received in ministry from my uh, church members were, were encouraging cards uh, and notes Another thing was if people have a condo or a cabin and they can just let you go use it for a week and take your family with you and just go enjoy and not have to worry about that aspect of paying for that so that you can just enjoy your family together. I think that is that's remarkable. Those are things that I think would really, really bless pastors. So, yeah, and I'll add to that. One of the things I did late in my ministry, I did not do this early on. But late in my ministry, I started allowing my associates to preach much more regularly so that we developed a little bit more of a team teaching approach. I never did completely default to that because I love to teach and preach so much. But I did begin to regularly allow those other pastors to have opportunities to preach, which gave me just enough of a break, you know, to feel some comfort and to feel some relief there. But it was also yeah. for them because it helped train them and prepare them to one day perhaps step into a senior pastor role themselves. That's great. Great idea. What does Georgia Baptist have coming up that someone can reach out and say, I need to participate in this because I need support, I need encouragement, I need help. And maybe they're not in a place of uh, dire need, but they just simply want to stay fresh. What do y'all have coming up that they can participate in? Man, I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) We have several things coming up. Um, We have our recharge events. Paul Goddard from Sherwood Baptist Church in Albany is going to do uh, some recharge events. We've got them in different places. March 7th at Maysville Baptist Church, March 20th at Beulah 
Baptist Church in Douglasville. And March 21st at First Baptist Church Statesboro, that's really about soul care for the pastor to strengthen his walk with God. But we also have Jason Britt from Bethlehem Church in Bethlehem, Georgia. He is going to do our retool event, and that is April 17th at First Baptist Church in Calhoun, April 24th, Northway Church in Macon, and April 25th at First Baptist Church in Tifton. And probably the one thing I would encourage people to do, and they can call me, let me let me give my phone number. Uh, it is 770-722-9245. Just call me or text me if you're a pastor and you've not been to our pastor couples retreat, our pastor, pastor's wives retreat, we have one coming up at Stone Mountain Resort, September 21st through the 23rd. This one's going to be Thursday through Saturday because we've gotten feedback that pastors want to be in their church preaching on Sunday. But if you'll call me, if you've not been to it or it's been a while since you've been, call me, text me and just say, hey, I'd like to go and I'll put you on a list and get a pre-invite to you and make sure you get in there because we want people that hadn't been before to be at the front of the line. So thanks for letting me share that. That's a long list of opportunities. Is there a place on the Georgia Baptist website where they can go to find it? Yeah, probably even better would be if you go on Facebook and you join Georgia Baptist Pastor Wellness Facebook page, you'll be asked to sign up and then we will, we got a couple of questions, but then we approve and then you can go on there. And as things come up, they'll, uh, you'll see them. And we try to put them out there about a month and a half, two months ahead of time. So you'll have time to sign up. And they also connect with you through Facebook. Do you accept messages there or et cetera? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Through Messenger, you can use my text. A lot of a lot of guys like to text Facebook, all that. That's any way that you can uh, connect. That's a great, great way. And I guess they could also find you through the Georgia Baptist Mission Board website. They can. It's gabaptist.org. We are redoing the website, but at, right now there's a diamond. If you get about a page down, you'll see Pastor Wellness and then that'll list out upcoming events down there as well. Jeff, this has been really helpful, and it accentuates the emphasis that we have as a seminary to support and encourage pastors to lift them up, to better equip them through seminary training. So I was very excited that we had an opportunity to talk and to share about pastor wellness. And it's this overall concept of really finding ways to support the pastor. And again, that's through educational training, that's through Mm -hmm. practical ministry training, and that's all through supporting, also through supporting in a manner such as what you've described. That's excellent. Thank you for being with us today. May I say one more thing? Absolutely. Okay. I want to thank pastors for supporting the cooperative program. Because what we do, uh, what so much gets done through Southern Baptist, Georgia Baptist, comes through uh, cooperative programs. So really appreciate all the support that comes through that. That's a great plug for who we are as, as Southern Baptist and the, the network structure that we have. So not a problem there, of course. Well, again, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it so much. All right. Thank you. Temple Baptist Theological Seminary is a division of Bruton Parker College, which is an institution of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Temple Baptist Theological Seminary affirms the inerrancy of Scripture and teaches within the framework of the Baptist Faith and Message 2000. For more information concerning Temple Baptist Theological Seminary and Bruton Parker College, go to www.bpc.edu.